Gitten, Perikates, Mishnah Base 9-2, and the Mishnah picks up really from where it left off in the previous Mishnah, where it said that Hamagash Seishto, if a person divorces his wife and he says, Adam, you can marry anybody, Elalafloni, with the exception of a particular person, one particular person, let's say. So the Mishnah said, according to Chum, that's not effective because the get has to be a effect a crisis, a full severance. And if he's saying she can't marry a particular person, it's as if she's still married to him with respect to that one person. So not a full severance, therefore not an effective divorce, at least according to the Chum and the Halacha. Our Mishnah wants to answer the following question. What happens if the person or persons that the husband limits when he gives her the get are people she's not supposed to marry anyways because the Torah forbids it? So then, is that considered to be limiting enough that uh, she's not considered divorced? So the gist of the answer of the Mishnah is um, it depends what we mean by not allowed to marry that person. If you recall back to grade school, if you raised your hand and you said, can I go to the bathroom? Your teacher might say, well, I sure hope you can go to the bathroom. The question is, may you go to the bathroom? And that means there's a difference between something being permitted and something being possible even though it's forbidden. So there are really two categories of restrictions in terms of who you aren't allowed to marry according to Torah law. Some people are so, I'll call it off-limits, so proscribed by the Torah, so forbidden by the Torah, that Kedushin Enantosin, that simply, it's not, you cannot marry them. Not just that you may not, but you cannot marry them. In other words, if a father gives his daughter a ring and says, you know, Harat Mukadeshli Batabatzu, and she accepts the ring, they're still not married. The Torah says, no, that's not a marriage. We're not accepting that marriage. And there are other people who similarly cannot effect uh, Kedushin. They're simply, um, the Torah says, you cannot get married. Other relationships, the Torah says, you may not get married, but if the person, let's say, for example, a Kohen's not allowed to marry a, a divorcee, we've said that numerous times here, if while well, the Torah says it's forbidden, and it's an Isra from the Torah, as a Pasuk says, you can't do it, um, but really the Pasuk says you may not do it. In the event that the Kohen gives the divorcee a ring and she accepts it to be married to him, they're married. They're just married in a way that's forbidden. So the answer of our Mishnah is, if the Torah says you simply cannot get married, because Kedushin Einan Tovsen, so then the husband saying you can't marry that kind of a person doesn't change anything because she couldn't marry him anyways and if she wanted to do if they tried to get married and therefore that's not considered to be any sort of you know strings attached whatever some some vestige of the old marriage and therefore if the husband gave his wife a get and says with the exception of you know your father that's not going to make a difference she's still fully divorced whereas if he says someone you're not allowed to get married to um like for example to a cohen so even if she's a divorcee she's not allowed to marry the cohen but she could therefore that would be considered to be a string that's still attached because it's inhibiting the ability to affect the marriage that could have always been done. And that being the case, um, it will not be considered to be an effective uh, divorce, according to the Chacham and the Halacha. So that's the gist of our Mishnah. Into the Mishnah gives a bunch of examples. Um, it says like this. If a person says, at muteras adam, A man says to his wife, Here's your, he gives her the get, and he says, You can marry whomever you want. Ella, with the exception of, La'aba, not my father. Or la'avich, not your father. So even if his father or her father would try to marry her, that simply would not be allowed by the Torah. Simply cannot get married in that way. La'achich, same goes if it's for the husband's brother or the wife's brother. La'eved u'la'nachri, and same goes as well for an eved. This is a eved kanani, a non-Jew who's become a, a 
Jewish slave, so he is a quasi-Jew, as much as he's, he's obligated to keep uh, mitzvahs like a Jewish woman, but um, an Evid simply cannot effect Kedushin with a Jewish woman, from Psukim, and similarly a Nachri, a non-Jew, cannot, meaning if a, a non-Jew Chris gives a nice Jewish girl Sarah a ring and says, let's get married, and she says, okay, and takes the ring, there's still, that's not Kedushin, it doesn't affect Kedushin, also learn that from Psukim, um, and therefore, those restrictions that the husband would be putting in place aren't relevant, and therefore she is fully divorced from him. Similarly, same goes for anybody else who simply cannot effect Kedushin. If he would make that that, that statement, you can marry anybody except for such a person, kosher, the divorce is still effective. Um, just one interesting point here. Obviously, when it comes to the last two examples of the evident Nachri, so that the slave or the Gentile could um, be freed, or the slave could be freed, or the Gentile could be converted. And if the Gentile converts or the slave is emancipated, so then they become a Jew, a full-blown Jew. So at that point, they could affect Kedushin. So the question is, so why is that not an issue in terms of the restriction the husband's putting on the wife? The answer is because who said that the Evet's going to be, or the slave is going to be eligible? They're not waiting around to do that. Right now, they're not that. Um, so therefore, it's not considered to be... Um, a situation that's relevant right now. In contrast, let's just contrast it. If the husband said, except for a particular, you know, 12-year-old boy. So now that 12-year-old boy currently um, is too young to effect Kedushin as a minor. But he is just, uh, it's just waiting to happen. He'll have his bar mitzvah. So therefore, if the husband restricted her from marrying a particular boy, even though he can't marry her right now with Kedushin, he will become a bar mitzvah and be able to her later. That would be um, a that would make the divorce not valid. Okay, so that's the difference. Um, now, the Mishnah continues on, and it says, if he says, excuse me, at muteres adam, you can marry whomever you want, except, you know, let's say she was a, a widow from before. Okay, but like it was Avram married Sarah, and Avram's now divorcing Sarah, but uh, once upon a time, you know, prior to Avram marrying Sarah, she was an almana divorcee, excuse me, a widow. So as an almana, a widow, she's not allowed to marry a Kohen Gadol. And if he says you can't marry the Kohen Gadol, um, the Torah said she couldn't. By the way, the Torah said she can't because she's a divorcee as well, but that's not really the point. The point is, a Kohen Gadol, while he is not permitted to marry a almana, he can effect Kedushin. And same goes for a Grusha v'chalutz l'kohen heriot. If a woman is a divorcee, as a grusha, where she's a chalutza, she participate in chalitza, so then she's not allowed to marry a kohen. The truth is that the grusha is forbidden midoraisa from the pasuk, and the chalutza is only midorabana, but they're always treated as if it's doraisa. Um, so then, if he says, the husband says, listen, as a divorcee, I'm not letting you marry this kohen, that's going to be too much of a string attached, and as much as the Torah would allow, doesn't permit the marriage, but at least it allows the marriage to take effect. Same goes for Mamzeris Unasinali Yisrael. If she, the wife, is a Mamzeris, that means she is the daughter of a marriage which was forbidden um, under penalty of Karis. Like, for example, let's say her parents are brother and sister or something. So then the child of that relationship is a Mamzer. So she, as a Mamzeris, um, cannot marry a regular Jewish person. She can marry a convert or another Mamzer. Um, cause, but she can't marry a regular person. So if she, but if she, she's not allowed to, but if she, um, 
if a mamzeris accepts a ring from a regular Jew, they are indeed married. Um, and same goes for the Nasina. The Nasina is a girl who's a descendant of this group, the Givonim, who tricked Yoshua, who not allowed to enter the Jewish people for whatever reasons. Machlokos Rashi Tosvos. The point is that Kedushin is Tovsin. These marriages could be affected, and therefore it's going to restrict the, make the divorce not effective. Same goes with Bas Yisrael. She's the wife is a regular Jewish girl, but the husband says you're divorced. Just you can't marry a mamzer or a nussin, a particular mamzer or a nussin. Again, so this means he's the mamzer, he's the son of another of another mamzer or or a forbidden marriage. A nussin, he's the would-be husband, is the son of someone of the descendant of the nasinim. So again, um, those marriages, um, while not permitted by the Torah, are can be affected by the Torah. So in all those cases, l'chol mishayish, a love, kedushin, any other forbidden relationship, where the Torah says uh, you may not get married, but if you do try to affect kedushin, it will it'll work. Like for example, you know, like the other nations, like the Ammoni and Moavi and the Mitzri, all these things, afila bavera, even though such a marriage would be forbidden, since it could work. Puzzle, if he gives her the get, saying you can marry whomever except for this kind of person, then the divorce is not effective, and you'll have to, as we said in the previous Mishnah, essentially do it again.